Productions THC podcast sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts here at boygob.com and wherever the fuck else you listen to things like this. Sorry we're fucking late, but uh, you know, maybe we're pregnant. I don't know. Technical difficulties. Joe, how was your week? Uh, they're very technical, these difficulties. You know, I don't know a lot about computer shits or internet shits, but I know it's technical and it's difficult. Uh, the week was busy, and it entailed a bit of driving because I went to Houston. You ever been to Houston, Tom? I haven't, but I have been to Screwston many, many times. Okay, uh, Clutch City, I saw it said on a t-shirt. I don't know what the fuck that means, but some people, I guess, call it that. That's the to... uh, mascot for the Rockets, you see. The Clutch? <laughs> Just Clutch. I think okay. it's a bear. Okay. All right. Uh, are there a lot of bears in the Houston area, or where? I there? mean, in certain sections of town. Mm-hmm. Mostly uh, the zoo. Okay, that makes a little bit of sense. Uh, yeah, so I went up there for the Christmas Horror Market Pop Up. That's what they're called, and it was uh, put on by our good friends at the. Houston Horror Film Film Festival, a.k.a. the Houston Horrific Festival of Fright Films. Yeah, so yeah, they put on these markets, you know, they do them maybe uh, every quarter or so. So this is their their holiday one, um, Christmas themed. And as you said, we could have been more festive had we were (laughs) with Santa hats like a lot of the other vendors were doing. But I guess we're just not a festive uh, couple of guys. No, we did uh, drink some holiday beer called Klaus. Uh, <laughs> it was that holiday? Yeah, right. It's named after Klaus Maine from the Scorpions, I think. I was uh, going to go with Klaus Kinski myself. Right, That's right. Okay. 
though maybe it was Santa Claus. I'm not quite sure. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, if you guys have ever been to a uh, a market or a pop up, <laughs> it's just a, a bunch of assholes like us, you know, with tents or tables selling our wares. But uh, Tom and I don't bring tents. You know, I'll do it on occasion if it's going to be a hot, sunny day. You know, to stay in the shade. It wasn't hot, and uh, the sun peaked out. You know, a couple of times. Also, last year when they did this, it was extremely windy, and uh, and nothing more pitiful than a vendor or somebody trying to sell their shit chasing after their tent because the wind blows it away. You know. Yeah, I just figure with uh, my luck and how everything goes for me, I'll be living in a tent soon enough, so I don't want to fucking, yeah. you know, just start out already. So, yeah, uh, went, and uh, they they brought in a good crowd, and I sold more than I was expecting to, thankfully, because I, I needed the bread, Tom. I needed the money. <laughs> a little moolah, you know, still recovering from the... the repairs to my vehicle and all that shit so it was greatly appreciated all the people that came by and bought some shit uh people that bought some uh overpriced v- or dvds um yeah shout out to fucking the youngsters having this money they can just fucking waste on garbage both you and i got rid of a uh, a movie each that was uh <laughs> you know they paid a bit much for it. right but yeah i thank you for that you know, less than they would have paid online for sure. Mm-hmm. But still, you know, kind of high, right? But, uh, but yeah, I'm just speaking for myself. If I'm selling something in person, it's not going to be fucking eBay prices. Right. eBay's not getting their cut. And I'm figuring uh, we're doing it right here and shit. So yeah. I'll get you a good deal. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. Some people took advantage of that. And uh, we had what Tom said were the best street tacos he'd ever had that were and i fucking that's the first time i've ever eaten off a truck because i don't do that shit but uh fuck man it doesn't take much to fucking show people that you fucking appreciate them you know what i'm saying yeah when people show you that you're appreciated it fucking it's just like damn fucking thanks man so fucking tony he puts these shows on he didn't have to, but he's just like, hey, do you guys eat yet? Oh, no, we're just having a few beers. And then he gave us these cards for, like, free meals. And it was just like, shit, thanks, man. Yeah. Like I said, that was a fucking nice thing. And a lot of people, they say they appreciate you, but they don't actually show you that they appreciate you. So, man, I appreciate the fuck out of him, and I'm going to stop saying appreciate, but... Like I'm saying, that was real cool, and dude always looks out. So thanks, man. I thank Scott too for buying us around. We had a round of beers on him. Those for sure, yes. Back. Thank you. Um, yes, yes. I usually just say Tony Scott and count him as one person. Hell of a filmmaker, those guys together. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was a good time, and then uh, we went afterwards to one of Tom's favorite restaurants, uh, the Chicago Italian Beef. It's called Chicago Italian Beef and Pizza. And uh, in the last few years, they have definitely went downhill in uh, quality and all that. And I think the last straw for me is when we went there and they came out with like these shoestring McDonald's fries. 
and I was just, man, fucking suck. It's over. They were uh, they were worse than McDonald's fries. Uh, they were they were not good fries at all. But I don't know what the fries are like in Italy. So I, I can't really <laughs> or Chicago or Chicago, good old Chicago, Italy. <laughs> Usually uh, it's crinkle cut, or they just take the whole potato and fucking put it in the thing and stick them straight into the fryer and shit. Yeah, that's the kind they used to have, man. When she came out with that sad little boat of fucking limp dicks, I was just like, motherfucker. Ah, resting in power, man. But I appreciate it. Thank you again for that, Joe. I didn't have to buy any food that day, which is always nice for a big fat guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, definitely drank more than I thought we would at this thing. But, uh, but we had eats to help us out with that which uh that was good yeah it's not like we were getting all fucking liquored up and sloppy and shit we had right. like, what maybe four beers a piece the fucking yeah. seven hours we were there mm-hmm. and uh and then that was it you know packed it up and got back <laughs> on the road this morning and uh hey shout out to my mechanic too for doing a, such a swell job on the vehicle it was running great got me there back with no problems i uh, wish i could have got the heater fixed <laughs> fucking cold drive both up there and back definitely back like today was cold uh, luckily you're full of hot air so at least uh, back at it. yeah i thought man i should have just ate some chili this morning so mm. i could just park the whole way back and keep warm that way but uh but i did i did I'm sorry to hear that, Joe. I would have loved to hear the story of how you fucking stunk up the car so bad you fucking puked all over the place. <laughs> that would have been a good entertaining three minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that. And uh, now I'm back at it. Got mm. a couple of days work. Uh, had quite a few orders come in over the weekend. And sometimes the fucking battery. Uh sometimes uh when i do like a little thing like that like if i run out of a size or something people get on the site and order it but these orders came from all over the place so it had nothing mm. to do with the show so i guess i got like some indonesia and shit uh-huh. good yeah these little bots and we're just buying shirts left and right in the philippines so. mm-hmm. that's right in thailand i think yeah. that was the other one all the lady boys watching the show. It's very, it's very nice of them to tune in. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, that was it. I mean, I guess your week was sort of similar because I just explained your weekend too. <laughs> yeah, you know that, and then uh, working before, I'd say I'm about halfway through the Black Friday orders. I'm hoping to have them all finished up the first weekend of January. So. It sucks because people keep hitting me up. It's like, hey, man, can you do the... Nope. Hit me up in January. I got all these fucking orders to do. Like, I could be a dickhead and be like, yeah, give me the money and shit, but... Yeah. I got I got these fucking... People paid for these orders a month ago, and they gotta get them. Yeah. Yeah, again, I try and do the whole business thing very fair and reasonable. That's good of you, Tom. And uh, do you have heat in that new uh, mass cave that you got? I do not, but uh, 
that's really just used for like production pouring and making molds and shit. So I still do most of the work out of the old one. Okay. It's just would have been insane for me to still run like fucking ten molds at a time in that little shop. Yeah. And I'm sure it took a few years off of my life already, but I'm certain. Whatever. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. But anyway, Tom. You know, in the course. Anyways. Of, I know you've watched a whole lot of shit, haven't you? A lot of stuff, as we say on YouTube, stuff. I would say a slew. Because it is the first day of Hanukkah, after all. Happy Hanukkah to all you slews out there. Mm-hmm. Blaze the great fuck. That uh, menorah, that is. Not mm. anything listed. Light it up. Uh, yeah, Joe, I did watch some stuff. I sure did. There was a trailer going around the internet last week. Baby Uzi. No. <laughs> Old Tony sent me that. I'm just like, ah, sorry, dog. I Tony, I will on. watch that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, once we're done, uh, our end of year stuff. So I'll put on. Because, man, you watch the show. You know, you comment and everything. So, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm going to watch it talk about your baby oopsie i mean if it wasn't full moon i probably would i know they've already made three of those fucking things i think yeah but i think they're only like 20 minutes long or something instead of releasing them it's like one movie i think they chopped it up or something oh that's encouraging some old carny bullshit you know full moon style (laughs) so yeah uh a trailer was going around the internet last week for a movie called mad heidi it's one of these uh, pseudo-exploitation movies that probably should have came out 10, 15 years ago or something when all those other ones were coming out. The trailer's fucking awesome. Unfortunately, the trailer has all the awesome shit in it, and the rest of the movie is just really cheesy, no pun intended, because like they set out to make a cheesy movie, and the movie's about cheese, and there's a bunch of cheese jokes but none of the jokes are funny and it's just kind of dull and not really, you know, being an exploitation movie and making it an exploitation movie. It's just kind of tame and, you know, just kind of dad joke-ish shit. Tame and... So but this man, is like Heidi, like the Shirley Temple old movies, like a German little schoolgirl or some shit? Uh, sort of, kind of. She's, I want to say, in her early teens. Uh, the government, like the uh, president of uh, Switzerland, that's where I think they were, he's uh, trying to take control of the land's cheese, and uh, he's played by old, uh, what's his name, Johnny Rico from Starship Troopers. So he's the uh, president of Switzerland and trying to control the cheese and everything. He makes his cheese that turns people into zombies that he can control to do their bidding. wonder where I've heard that before. But yeah, the government comes and uh, fucks over. Uh, She lives with her grandpa. They come and kill him, burn the place down, but he's not really dead. Then arrest her, throw her in prison. She breaks out. Now she's out for revenge, but... I mean, just watch the fucking trailer and don't watch the movie. The only way you can watch the movie right now is going to their website and paying the eight bucks. But with the trailer being as fucking badass as it was, 
I was, fuck it, I'm down. This is going to be awesome, dude. Like, I watched this as soon as I could because I thought, mm, this is going to sneak in there and be the number one of the year, motherfucker. This is right up my alley. And it wasn't. Like, it's not a piece of shit, but it's just not funny. It gets kind of boring and really all the dope shit, which is dope shit, don't get me wrong, is in that trailer. So if you're interested, watch the trailer, pretend you watch the movie, because besides that, I think there's only one other head explosion, which there's two head explosions in the movie. Both look really good. Unfortunately, they kind of look the same. Like they scored the heads or whatever in the same way so they would unfold in the same way and all that shit. So, uh, yeah. Disappointed, to say the least, but get, uh, get them some, uh, go to YouTube, which you're on now, wait till you're done watching this, of course, and uh, look up the Mad Heidi trailer, sit through the uh, ad so they will get the ad money for that and then just watch the trailer and say yeah that was cool and then dust your hands and never watch the movie at least let them get that two cents or whatever from the fucking trailer are we still having a delay no i think we are okay now okay i was about to enter the studio from the computer but fuck yeah no just leave it we're good okay thank you but yeah, that's all I can really say about that, man. I wanted to love that fucking movie. Like, I thought it was gonna sneak in and fucking number one, but it was not. It's just too fucking tame. If you're gonna make an exploitation movie, not to sound like a fucking <laughs> But, uh, you know, it, it reminded me more of, like, a Velocipaster and shit like that instead of being something like Machete. Although this did look good, this looked a lot better than that Velocipaster shit, but that kind of humor and all that. I don't know, man. I was just let down. I really wanted to like this fucking movie. Better luck next time, you fucks. Oh, Heidi. I'm gonna run and get a plug. Uh, I'm afraid my phone might die. It has a weird coffee. Alright, so uh, hopefully that doesn't happen, and while Joe gets something to uh, put in his asshole, I'm going to remind you that I'm learning to speak English. That's why I'm not able to get all my words out properly. But head on over to dwnproductions.net and look at all the stuff that you can buy and not get until probably February, because like I said, I'm still doing those Black Friday orders. I was lucky enough to get a bunch this year, so uh, I appreciate that. Again, appreciate, appreciate, appreciate. But I do appreciate that, so thanks to all of you who did pick something up. And uh, you can head on over to FastCustomShirts.com. I got this fucking uh, dope-ass shirt from Joe yesterday. Oh, no, I didn't because he put it aside and then he didn't give it to me. That no good piece of shit. But if you go to FastCustomShirts.com and actually place an order and pay for it, I'm sure you will get your shirt, unlike me, who asked for one and then Joe drove away with it. But that's okay. Maybe, maybe another time. But Joe has returned. I think he has his plug-in.
He may or may not, but I think we'll be able to tell when he sits down if he makes a face or not. Joe, is your plug securely in place? I'm not certain. Let's see. Yeah, it's charging. Fantastic. So, Joe, what did you watch? Anything? Anything great? No. I watched the movie called Gold. You ever heard of this, Tom? Mm-mm. It's about uh, the future. And some kind of economic crisis has happened to fuck up the world. Kind of like now. Mm. Uh, and uh, this guy is just... He's like a roustabout, you know? And he's going to go... He heard about some work in this other place. That great opportunities. We have to hire a driver to get him over there. They break down in the middle of the desert, and uh, he's looking around, finds a big old fucking thing of gold. So they're gonna split the gold, but the guy has to drive back and get a backhoe. And the guy's like, "Well, I'll stay here with the gold while you go and do it." And the guys will like, "All right, man, but uh, here's this water. Like fucking, uh, you know, ration this water. And uh, there's wolves at night, so just start a fire and." You know, so it's him fighting the elements and trying to stay sane until this guy comes back and gets it. It gets him with the gold, and it sucks. It's pointless. This movie's just like fucking dumb. It's an hour and a half, just bullshit. And I don't recommend it, Tom. It's not gonna make any of my list. I mean, it's not so bad that it's the worst ever, but it's just pointless. You know, a lot of pointless movies out there. Tired of wasting all this fucking time on something that's just pointless. Did the wolves eat his butt cheeks? No. No, the that's wolves, cool. like, came around. Did he kill a wolf? I think so. Did he eat it? Probably not. I don't know. There's some scorpions. There's some imaginary shit. Uh, so you said he didn't eat the wolf? I don't remember if he did or not. Because if he did, you know, he would be hungry like one. No, he wouldn't, because he would have... A wolf, eaten. that is. If he didn't eat the wolf, then he would be hungry. Yeah, there you go. Right. He, he would be hungry like the wolf. And that wolf was hungry. That's said the wolf was trying to come and eat him. He thought he was a cheeseburger, you see. But anyway, the movie is called Gold, and it is not gold. It is shit. <laughs> Have you ever seen uh, The Legend of Curly's Gold, City Slickers 2? I never saw City Slickers 2. I think I saw half of the first movie. And that shit was dumb. That shit was so popular back then. Like, oh, Jack Palance, he's so funny. Oh, that Billy Crystal, ain't nothing funnier than Billy Crystal. Man, How the hell did Billy Crystal get so big, Joe? I don't know. <laughs> don't know. I think John Lovitz is in those movies too, right? Well, John Lovitz is a national treasure, even though he's on fucking those fucking what's that name, Byron Allen TV shows. But man's got to eat. Yeah, maybe Gregory Hines is in those movies. I don't know. Yeah, catch up, like, man. Like he dies in the first one, right? And then the Curly's Gold. He's a twin or something. I'm, dude, I'm not gonna fucking remember the goddamn City Slickers movie. Well, that shit popped up, but as soon as I said gold, it was in your head. Oh, fucking Curly's gold, man. I was trying to think of any other gold <laughs> movies, and then just, all right, is it gonna be Pony Boy again, or can I go with City Slickers? 
He could have said Yuli's Gold, which mm-hmm. was a Academy Award-nominated movie about some guy that, like, was a beekeeper. You know, that was his gold, the honey. Uh, the honey. I don't know any other ones that have gold in the title. Goldeneye. Oh. Or was that a game? Maybe it was Goldfinger? That was a game. Goldfinger was the movie. Okay. You know, if you got a Goldfinger <laughs> inserted in you, it'd probably be pretty cold. Let Unless me make like, put a dryer. Top, top 10 gold. <laughs> oh, I'm not looking forward to fucking we wouldn't next have year already. But... Hey, Joe, that's something we didn't talk about. You got any memorable things of uh, 2022 since this is the last show of the year? Let's see. The dryer. Uh, the we all remember the dryer saga. My truck. The oven. Uh, did I have COVID this year or last year? I don't fucking know. I don't know, man. See what I got. Started out with my dad dying, so I uh, wouldn't recommend, as I said before. Uh, Lori and I were married a year, so. Yeah, you had an anniversary. Anniversary. Honeymoon, sort of delayed. I mean, it's still kind of delayed. That's the way life is. And then we went to Camp Zool and did a live podcast in front of dozen and dozen of people. So I appreciate everybody who came fucking early to see that hot fucking slot pile. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Sorry we didn't fill up the whole time. We just undershot it. If we would have did our top ten camp movies, damn it, we would have we would have filled up the time. Shout out to AXE for having us out there and letting them do that. What are you What are you fiddling with, Joe? I was trying to see if I could see the comments on this thing. Oh, there's a bunch of comments. A bunch of people are here. Maybe at the end of the show we will uh, read them out. But look at definitely... somebody had thrown out some other gold movies. You know, but there are not. <laughs> there are no other gold movies. We've named them all. Every fucking one of them. Yep. Yeah, I can't think. Uh, Houston Horror Film Festival, we did that. It was a good show. We did. Yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a year. Not, I'd say, one of my least favorite years. Not the best. <laughs> I've had so perfect. far. And... Um, yeah, it was not without its difficulties. Right. Not looking forward to next year, because it's uh, only going to get yeah. Every year you get older, more shit's going to start happening to you. And it does. It does. Uh, did mm. I have surgery this year? Yeah, I had surgery. Uh, you finally got that penis reduction so your knees aren't hurting you so much? I did. I that did. was a long time coming. Yeah, but not anymore. Now it's a quick time coming. Oh, shit. Um, oh. Yeah. And you watched this other movie you're about to talk about? I did, Joe. I watched a movie called Call Me Now, the Miss Cleo story. Or Call Me Miss Cleo, some shit like that. It's a new documentary on HBO Max. Do you remember (laughs) Miss Cleo? I do remember Miss Cleo, Tom. Remember all the shitty impersonations? 
Just like Austin Powers. Uh, it was an alright documentary. I thought it was pretty good at first. And then uh, I went and, uh, you know, went on YouTube and seen other information I could find. It was just like, hey, they left, they left a lot out of this. But uh, we'll get to that. So do you know anything about old Miss Cleo Jones? I, I know she was bullshit. She was just some actress. <laughs> you know, or actress. You know, just some chick they put up there to, to uh, pretend that she was Jamaican or an islander or something. Like, hey, call, call and uh, have your cards read. On the what phone. would she say? I don't remember. You gotta say it like this. Call me now and have your cards read, mate. I mean, what do they say? Mine. That's it. Mine. They don't say mate. <laughs> mate. Yeah. idiot. <laughs> but uh, no, that is not fully true. So, uh. Is you worried about money, man? <laughs> How about the love? Are you needing the love in your life? What the cards can tell you, man? The cards of yeah, yeah. Um, so, for people who don't know, Miss Cleo was a uh, quote-unquote hotline psychic that blew up in the uh, late '90s, and she was all over uh, late-night television and whatnot. And uh, this was before the internet and all that shit. So, this is the 900 number era. Yes. So, uh, if you needed someone to talk to, you had to pay fucking $800 a minute instead of jumping on the fucking internet and talking to probably someone who molests children. But I'm getting besides myself, Joe. So, um, where to start? This is, she was a fucking weird lady and she probably had some fucking mental problems, Joe. Uh... As Miss Cleo would say, she had a very, very rough childhood. It was Maybe. a rough childhood. Let <laughs> right. tell you. Maybe, maybe she got molested. Uh, she she claimed she was from. Uh, hey, Papa Jim- Noodle, no, no. <laughs> oh shit. She claimed she was from Jamaica and came over with her parents, but her parents gave her up to this family who adopted Jamaican kids. (laughs) So, (laughs) this family who adopted Jamaican kids put her in an all-girls boarding school. And then uh, after that... Like the facts of life. The facts of life. The facts of life. So she was tootie. Yeah, that's the fat one, right? No, it's the black one. Oh, okay. Well, she was probably more of the fat one. Okay. <laughs> but we'll get to that. So uh, then she, uh, this was in L.A., if I remember. And then she Ma, moved. Yes. And then she moved to Seattle, where she, like, started her own little theater Crunch production. Band. Yeah. If only it played out how it did for her time. But uh, she started her own production uh, company for like little plays and shit up in uh, Seattle. A theater gave her a bunch of money that she was supposed to use to, you know, pay the actors and stuff like that. It was her budget, you see. 
the producer gave her her budget and she says I have cancer I have to use it to pay my bills and then she pieced the fuck out went to the whitest town in Florida however before she did she started this uh, play I think it was called for women only where she created this character Joe do you want to guess what this character's name was uh, Barbados. That's right, Joe. My name is Barbados. <laughs> so Barbados Slim created this character and then uh, took off to uh, the whitest town in Florida. And uh, St. Augustine? Be- I forget where it was, but uh, she moved to Florida, a town with no black people, and started talking. Where Hogan lives. Yeah, Clearwater, Florida. And uh, she started talking in this Jamaican accent and pretending she was Miss Cleo. And since she was around a bunch of fucking honkies, they wouldn't say, it's not a Jamaican accent. And they wouldn't question her on it. So uh, she lived the rest of her life as this fake Jamaican, even though later on the, uh, her birth certificate would be shown. She was born in Los Angeles see and all that stuff was you know just made up like being given away after hey you gotta live the gift man <laughs> no and uh and that's what she did joe she uh definitely lived the gimmick she was a, a closet lesbian throughout the whole thing all these white ladies she's had sex with it came up is like friend Cleo's friend, like how they have the little subtitle when they're, but you're looking at that. And these, all these ladies are, you know, stereotypes, as someone would say. So it's just like, why are they just calling her friends? You know, they actually say ex girlfriend, ex lover, or something like that. But, uh, you know, partway through, it's a big reveal that she came out as gay. So, uh, I mean, if you were uh, following Miss Cleo, which I wasn't, (laughs) I guess she came out and it was a big deal and all this shit. So this wasn't like a big reveal for the fucking documentary if it was already out and all that shit. But they were just talking about her like uh, she was really this Jamaican. And... You know, all these things happened to her. She was just conning fucking everybody, just living the gimmick. And these fucking gullible white lesbians were just fucking eating it up, literally and figuratively, and just uh, buying into it. Did they talk to Ellen? No, they didn't. They did, but they they talked to like the sweetest old-looking lady. All of them. No, this is like a cookie bacon grandma. Hmm. And, then, and then it turns out like she was the closest thing to her having a soulmate and all that. It's just, and then she was saying that, oh Christ, old Miss Cleo would like have different bouts at some time where she would just come in and pretend she was some guy named Max or something she would just walk differently and act differently 
and all these all her different friends had like different stories of other people like she would be they'd come in and like oh cleo's gone now she's taking a break but i'm here so i don't know if she was fucking like some kind of pseudo transsexual or some multiple personality schizophrenic or something but uh she was split tom damn but uh yeah she was a she was a very weird lady who swindled a lot of gullible white people and uh in the end you know they said that uh she said that she had cancer and that's why she ran away and took all the money Did and you if, that max or is cleo though uh before she was miss cleo in that theater troupe that she started with that's the get going so oh, uh i got the cancer <laughs> I got well the in the <laughs> yeah in the end that's what happened so if she really did say that shit and take those people money then good for her that's what she fucking gets but if that was just something they said and she got them sorry but yeah it was uh it's worth a watch if you remember this lady but yeah it just comes and they try and play it like uh very loving in a love letter to her but i mean she she's like a snake oil salesman some fucking weird carny living the gimmick so i don't know fucking weird lady probably with some kind of mental disorder uh she's had two kids they weren't interviewed for this do they have the gift i dude i don't know they were probably just like oh we want no part of my mama's bullshit and uh the only black (laughs) the only black people interviewed for this was a uh like a jamaican lady she's like come on come on she's full of it it that is we don't uh, even sound like that man (laughs) and then uh deborah wilson from mad tv old raven from uh the raven show that's so raven there you go and then the couple people from the theater troupe and then all the rest are just the most gullible white people you've ever seen and then a couple people who are also psychics on the hotline talking about it it's uh it's interesting but uh you know it's just one of those that's you know just kind of praising the person and not really saying everything but it's worth a watch if you want to kill an hour and a half for like background noise or something people want something to believe in you know like at times yeah and it'd be cool if i didn't have a conscience and just could like rip people <laughs> off like that you know just take advantage of their fucking uh their frail fucking sense of reality and just like eh, feed me money feed me money things are gonna be okay man you know but yeah not wired like that and it was more or less she was just a figurehead and she yeah. wasn't making like a whole shit ton of money or anything because she signed a garbage ass contract she's the bob but, Ross of, the, of the fucking tv kinda yeah predict your future set but she was just a fucking nut dude 
Oh, the funny, I don't want to say the funniest part of this, because, like, you know, these are real people, and this is their lives and shit, but this motherfucker pops up like old squatty old man Logan or some kind of leprechaun, and he just fucking talking like this and shit, like Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah, I love that fucking bitch. She made me eggs and all this. Yeah, I fucking loved her. And it's some obvious transsexual person who was born a fucking lady and is now a dude. And it's just like, what the fuck's going on? Cleo, she, something, something was going on. Yeah, it was just the appearance of this person made me laugh. She looked like a fucking leprechaun guy. Do what you want to do. I don't give a fuck, but. That was some creative editing on the part of the editor. But it is, I mean, it's worth a watch. It's fucking, she's fucking probably pretty mentally ill, Joe. That's what I'm going to go with. Just a complete bullshit artist and living the gimmick. That's fucking nuts. It's fucking nuts. Well, I probably won't watch it, Tom. I'm probably going to slip back and get away from the 2022-2023 movie for a while and start reading or watching some of my DVDs again so I can uh, replenish the stock that's sold and get rid of more bullshit. Uh, But I did try to watch some more 2022 movies. Like Gold was a 2022 movie and so is A Wounded Fawn. Uh, You heard of this one? I have heard of it. This is a Shutter original. Yeah, if you look on uh, a lot of these best of the year, best horror movies of the year, this one will be on there. Why? Because people are assholes. <laughs> no? And if they can't understand a movie because it's stupid, they'll be like, oh, it's so intelligent. It's not. It's not fucking intelligent. It's just dumb. This is about a. It starts out, this woman's at an auction house, and they're selling this, like, statue. A little statue of three chicks, and a guy, they're, like, killing a guy in the statue. And this lady wins it, and the guy that lost, he shows up at her house, says, hey, you know, my, uh, the guy that I'm buying for, he wants to offer you double. And so she invites him in the house, he kills her tongue. Kills her. With kindness? Yeah. And then we flip to this other chick. And this other chick, like she's like been in a bad relationship, and then she's like, "Well, but I'm dating somebody new now. He's really nice." And it's the guy, Tom. It's the guy that killed that other chick, and like he's seen like one of the the fucking uh, people in the statue, and they're telling him to kill. And it's just like after he kills this one or doesn't kill her, she fucking escapes. It's just like he's being haunted by all these visions. It's just like, oh, this is all his mind. This is the mind of Achilles. Uh, it fucking sucks. It's not smart. It's, <laughs> oh, oh, you know, there's so many nuances. Oh, fuck you. They're not a piece of shit. It's dumb. A wounded fawn. Fuck it. Don't watch it. Well, uh, speaking of movies, who's not as smart as they think they are, and uh, 
kind of fucking suck dicks. I watched the movie Number 10, aka NR Period 10. This was uh, released by Draft House Films, Joe. Oh. Did you know that was still a thing? I did not know. I thought they stopped doing that shit. Yep. 2022. Especially since some of their franchises were failing in 2021. Thought they quit doing that. Mm-mm. They're back, or still here, however you want to look at it. But uh, this one is about a uh, theater worker who's having an affair with the co-star of a play he's in that the uh, lady he's having an affair with, she's also in the play and she's also married to the director. So you think uh, this is going to be some drama about that, but a halfway through it turns out he's an alien and his (laughs) daughter's a half alien. And the aliens are you know, they came back and they're just like, hey, you know, however many years ago, we let 14 of you little kid aliens off into the world. And you're the only one that we could find again. So we're going to bring you and your half alien daughter back to our home planet. And we're bringing these peace priests, excuse me, to spread, yes, to spread the word of God to our home planet. And uh, so they go into the spaceship and uh, the priests are there looking at all their religious artifacts and the fucking head alien smiles like these aliens. They just look like regular ass people. So uh, they smile, open up the hatch and all the priests in the er, the, uh, religious iconography it's blasted off into space and the credits are played over just all this religious stuff floating through space (laughs) real pretentious up its own ass uh jump in a fucking lake like you're watching it like this is really how it ended huh this is their big statement that they think is gonna alright then Okay. What a piece of shit, Joe. What a piece of shit. However, when I was watching, I'm just like, "Mm, Joe might like it. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't know how I even called it. Like, a little bit in, shit's going on. I'm just like, man, this better not be some fucking alien shit. Because they're fucking... The daughter comes to visit the dad. It's like, hey, I went to the doctor. They said that one of my lungs is way bigger than the other one. It's like I only have one lung. Why why didn't you ever take me to the doctor? Oh, baby, it's because you never got sick, little moosh moosh. You were a healthy little baby, so we never think to take you. He's like, yeah, well, the doctors think this is fucked up, and uh, <laughs> they want to get an x-ray of you, too. He says, no, I will not. I'm just like, god damn, is this going to be some fucking bullshit alien thing? Yep, sure was. Like, the spaceship just looks like some fucking rock, like a piece of coal. <laughs> 
the movie thought it was fucking really funny and really fucking smart with all their fucking stupid bullshit. It was just a goddamn piece of shit, Joe. 2022. Tom, I watched a 2022 film called The Cellar. Hmm. You know, this movie starts out, you know, a family's moving into a, a new house. It's a fucking nice, big old house. The one teenage daughter, she don't like it. Oh, this sucks. This is terrible. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, mom and dad, they got to go to work one night or go to a meeting. And power goes out. Power goes out. And the, little, the girl has to go down the cellar to turn the switch back on. Mom, and she's scared. She calls the mom, say, "Hey, mom, I can't do this." You know, so the mom's like, "I'll walk you through it. There's only ten steps. You gotta go." So there's a countdown. You know, one, two, and when she gets to ten, the girl keeps counting. Tom, eleven, twelve, thirteen. <laughs> like, wait a minute. This is a short film. <laughs> a long fucking time ago. Or did I imagine that? Anyway, watch the rest of the movie. And the rest of the movie is like lady figuring out the history of the house. Some dude, some old mathematician lived there. And his family all disappeared. And, you know, it turns out the house is a gateway to hell. Um, a gateway to some kind of like fucking dimension where it's like hell. There's a beast there called Leviathan or some shit. And uh, it is a remake of the Beyond. You know, same shit, but not as dumb. This is <laughs> than the Beyond. It just doesn't have that cool music going on. Uh, I like this. It's got a lot of the uh, the tropes of horror, you know, but they they play them off pretty good. Uh, I dug it. It's a good movie. I recommend it. Will it make my list? I don't know. I gotta look. I gotta put my list. <laughs> it did make my list. Well. But uh, I'm not doing that yet. And uh, yeah, this is another one from Shudder, I think. Uh, banner year for Shudder. I wish them success going forward. Uh, you guys are on a roll now. You can do no wrong. I'm sure you're just gonna grow and get bigger and better in 2023. So, is the Beyond that WAP movie or the Stuart Gordon movie? The the WAP movie. Oh, the other one's from <laughs> Beyond. Oh, jeez. Yeah, there you go. I didn't care for either of them. Well, I thought you would have liked From Beyond because uh, Camp Foray's in his underwear in one scene. <laughs> he has a little penis growing out of his head. <laughs> no, nope, not a fan. Old Stugo. Rest and empowerment. Can't believe it's already been eight months. Yeah, please. Watch anything else? Nope. You like snowmen? 50% of the time I like it. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. You ever see Jack Frost? You mean this? Yes. 
That is what I mean, Joe. Yes, I have seen this. <clears throat> have you seen that, Tom? Yes, Joe. I've uh, actually rewatched it again this week. Oh, for, yeah? Uh, for this conversation we're about to have. What'd you think? It's pretty good. I watch it every year on uh, Christmas, Christmas Eve as I wrap presents on uh, I will probably do that again this year, even though I just watched it a couple days ago. So the movie, the, you know, this movie's about. Tom. This movie is about a death row inmate who's being transported to uh, get electrocuted, even though that's not how that shit works. They just walk down a couple hallways, and then the chair's there. But uh, the uh, transport vehicle comes in contact with some kind of cryogenics research vehicle and uh, the two collide and that causes old Jack Frost actual name of the uh, convict to uh, get sprayed with uh, liquid nitrogen or whatever the fuck was just in the back of this ice cream truck unsecured and uh, it turns him into a fucking snowman since he's a serial killer now he's a serial killer snowman Joe uh, the, it has a lot of problems he's it, chilling and killing Tom he is it, uh, it has a lot of problems but uh, this is one that I grew up seeing but in the video thing. store and everything so I do have a lot of nostalgia for it the uh, kills could have been better but I think it's a I think it's a good fun movie. I still I still really enjoy it. I also think it's a good movie, Tom. And uh, you know, it's just stupid fun. And like you said, the kills could have been better. A lot of the kills are done off camera. Uh, because they don't have the budget for like a lot of the shit they were doing. I think uh, what I said is uh, a lot of independent filmmakers you can learn a lot from this movie. You know, they just keep it simple. Yeah, keep it simple. Um, they were doing a light-hearted film, and uh, except good. for the whole rape scene. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there's a rape scene, and well, there's murders too, and shit. You know, children being killed and stuff. But one was a bully, so fuck him. <laughs> yeah. Um. My big. Excuse me. My, probably my biggest problem with this movie is uh, the son of the uh, police officer. He comes off as a fucking dimwit. Like, the kid is way too fucking old to be this fucking stupid or fucking ignorant and to be acting the way he is. Maybe he has some sort of mental problem in the script that they didn't, you know, flush out. However, if they would have just cast a kid a couple years younger, all of that would have been taken care of. And it could have been all brushed over. It's like, oh yeah, it's just a real little kid. Because I can't, I can't buy this like 12 year old thinking it's a good idea to put antifreeze in these oatmeal cookies. However, there's a giant fucking bottle of antifreeze on the counter while he's making these fucking cookies. So how much do the parents not give a fuck 
of what their kids are doing. If you look for it, there's a giant bottle of antifreeze on there that either the mom or dad should have saw and said, what the fuck is this doing in the kitchen? This should be fucking under the sink or in the garage, not fucking next to the oatmeal, sugar, and milk like you're trying to poison me, you little fuck. And then threw him out of the goddamn house and made him go live in a tent. But if they just could have fucking cast a kid just a couple years younger, that would have fucking helped a lot. And you wouldn't think this kid is a goddamn fucking dimwit. <laughs> um, oh, another point. So, for those of you that haven't seen it, this is the DVD cover. Jack Frost does not look like this at all in the, in the film. He looks more like a, a traditional snowman, like you would make, you know, outside out of snow. It's a very round head. Uh, the mouth is not like this with a tongue or whatever. It's just like an indention that you would do with your hand, like a real snowman, you know? So DVD covers have lied to us for a long time. And this is what's <laughs> a big fucking lie. I actually prefer the way he looks in the movie compared to this shit. And uh, one of the lenticular covers, I think it's the original VHS one, like when you turn it a certain way, it looks like the snowman from the movie, but then when you turn it the other way, it looks like that fucking stupid thing. So, definitely the uh, the motherfucker, the cover has that shit. The original VHS cover does have the actual fucking Jack Frost from the fucking movie on it. It's just when you turn it, you get that stupid fucking looking thing. Which uh, I never cared for that too. Just that cover was so cool and they knew what they were doing to get motherfuckers to look at that thing. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, back then, it it was all about big faces. (laughs) It ain't no more, thankfully. (laughs) Who knows? I don't know what the fucking other two are going to look like. We'll see. But I was assured the first one were going back to the original art. So, fingers crossed. But in the end, it's whatever. It's out of my control for my view. So, Tom said, antifreeze. Antifreeze is what uh, Jack Frost has a weakness to. And that's how they... (laughs) And uh, they bury him. They put him in canisters and bury him. The end. The Jack Frost threat has been neutralized. He'll never bother Snowton again. Snowminton. Snowminton. There you go. It's a Jewish community. It is. It is. Yeah, another thing that uh, you can tell about this movie that it was shot in California. They didn't have a lot of snow. Uh-uh. They didn't have a lot of fake snow. But, uh, you know, they tried to do the best they could. That's, uh, that's another thing if you're going and watching this for the first time that you'll probably have to... Uh, get past is the lack of snow yeah i don't i think uh man just because i grew up with this movie i don't really see it as like a so bad it's good piece of shit i think uh old youngsters watching it now they probably they probably would yeah yeah so yeah yeah i don't know i think it's silly but it's uh it's still entertaining 
would recommend. I would. I'd recommend Jack. I guess I would have to be selective who I recommended it to. You know? But I guess if you grow up in that area, area, in that area, area. <laughs> then uh, yeah, I'd recommend it to you. But if you're like a new person that's just, you know, watched more new shit, then probably not. You're probably not going to dig it. Yeah, so uh they ever make a sequel to this one? Tom, they did. They made uh Jack Frost 2, The Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. Now look here. You know, not only do we have the uh Jack Frost guy, but it looks like there's a like some kind of little thing, you know, on him too. Hey, where'd you get that from? Hey, what's up here? Um, Jack this one Fro- looks a little better, huh? <laughs> Yours looks a little more movie accurate, though. Because <laughs> the blood was just kind of rubbed on. Um, in this one, the sheriff, he's uh, kind of like a mockery. The, the one that stopped Jack Frost, he uh, he goes to therapy and they just kind of put him on the intercom so the, so the whole staff can listen and laugh at his story about this snowman that, uh, Killer. that terrorized the town. And uh, his wife... This is one year later. Yeah, his wife's kind of tired of his shit too, so they say, hey, well, you know what, let's go on a vacation, so I'll think about this shit. Let's go, let's go to the Bahamas, man. <laughs> I notice oh down there she's gonna eat my box while you sit in the corner and jack off yeah so they go they go and we're introduced to a series of silly ass characters like the the guy that runs the place or he's like an old the colonel he is the actual father of the gentleman who directed is he okay well you got him you got the one black guy that works at the at the resort that they're staying at, you got. I think guys. his name's Jamaican Pete. Yeah, you got some young chicks that show up. Um, Captain Fun, don't forget about Captain Fun, you fucking party pooper. You got a model and her gay photographer <laughs> that show up. The model who would look like she'd be perfect for Alpo commercials. There's a security guy there at the uh, at the resort so we're introduced to all of that not any security guy joe sergeant manners is back this yeah. time played by a different actor but meanwhile you know we've had some people that just dug up at the of all the canisters that jack frost was in yeah see you're saying it like they're fucking like they're trioxin barrels they just reused the fucking bottles the antifreeze was in and put the fuck they like funneled this shit. They didn't even do that. It was like at the end they show them like kinda making a little tube type thing out of the end of the tarp and kind of just dripping it back into the fucking bottles. And it looks like goddamn re uh what is it, reagent from uh reanimator. It's yeah. just buried in the fucking ground. So anyway, they dig him up, and they're doing more experiments on that shit. And, you know, somebody drops some coffee (laughs) in Jack Frost fluid, and that's what wakes Jack up, the caffeine. 
<laughs> so, oh, I thought it was the warmth. Yeah. So we have our first kill of the movie where like Jack explodes that aquarium that they have him in. And a piece of glass goes through the guy's uh, mouth or whatever. And uh, Jack's saying, fuck it. Like, I'm going to go find the sheriff and I'm going to fuck him up. What do we see? Some guys that are lost at sea? Yep, your boy Doug Jones and some other guy. Yeah, Doug Jones is in this for a brief moment. They're killed off pretty quick. And then Jack's on the island. And it's like, uh, oh, he made it ever fucking late. And little Indians thing. And he's just killing off people one by one, causing trouble. And we got a chick, an Asian chick that goes for a night swim. She gets naked, Tom. She takes her clothes off. Gets in the water. Jack kills her. Jack kills the other three. And so, hey, did the Asian chick show her nips? She did. She did. Um, yeah. Uh, the sheriff, like, he's justified. Like, yeah, I told you this is Jack. And they're trying to make a plan to kill Jack again. This one sucks, Tom. <laughs> Yeah, like, I knew what it was. Uh, this is going in my sale. <laughs> you know. Yeah, re-watching this, I was just like, man, why does Joe have that snowball? I can't see him liking this movie. <laughs> I did. I remember thinking this, you know, was good. But, yeah, I used to, I don't know, watch movies late at night, drink a lot, do some drugs. <laughs> You know, and I thought I liked it. I don't. I did not like this movie. <laughs> unlike this fuck. Yeah. Uh, unlike Joe, I still like this movie. However, I can see why a lot of people who like the first one do not like this movie, because uh, unlike the first one, it is not shot on film. It is early digital, and that gives it a very, very cheapness to it, which a lot of people aren't going to be into. And then on top of that, the budget is, you know, it wasn't a giant budget on the last one. But, uh, you know, this one is even less, and it's just played... The last one, more or less, was played pretty straight, all things considered. But this one's like way more goofy, self-aware, tongue-in-cheek, and playing to the more the low-budget nature of the thing. So I uh, mean, those were fine. Those weren't like little fucking group babies or uh, anything. But uh, Jack Frost has babies in this. He's got these little snowballs that pop up, and they're they're different. They look better than uh, than the fucking. Uh, sentries that are hanging from strings <laughs> in the later Phantasm movies, but uh, but yeah, I can't recommend this movie at all. I, I can, but uh, just know that it's a, it's not the same feel or kind of movie that the first one was. You gotta like, like very low budget, garbage type movies to uh, get into this one. I can't even recommend or think of anything that's like this just because it is, you know, it's, it was a very weird time in movies where they just started doing the digital thing with all these uh, straight-to-video movies and shit. 
And it's just the lack of money shows. It's not like it looks super cheap or anything, but it kind of does. They had a little bit of money, but it just shows, but I still like it. It doesn't have the uh, charm of the first one, but I mean, I still like it. It's just, it's a different type of movie. It doesn't tell you in the back what kind of extra features you have, but uh, I watched one of them. It was a music video. And it's just people on set singing and uh, rapping. So it's like if you're in the horror core, they're rapping about. (laughs) And uh, that's more like death metal shit. Right, yeah. This sucks. (laughs) Features sucks. It's just stupid shit. Yeah, I'll disagree, but. I don't think this would this would be one for you, so it's not not surprising. But I did I did like it, not as much as the first, but I'm still I'm still a fan. I bought the uh, new Blu-ray of this version. I was gonna get it last year or whenever when it came out, but part two. I heard, yeah, I heard there was all fucking issues and everything with it. So I waited till they got that straightened out. And uh, there's a new commentary again with a fucking a podcast doing their commentary <laughs> on it. That shouldn't be a special feature on a DVD. That should be something you go to YouTube and get. Uh, there's like an audio interview that's broken in half. It's the quality of what people who are watching this are watching right now. It's just one of these celebrity handlers on one side and then the dude who played Jack Frost on the other side. Just low quality shit, not really talking about the movie too much, so that was meh. And then it's all the fucking uh, behind the scenes shit, whatever, that was ported over from the version that you have. So it's cool to have it on Blu-ray because I like the movie. It definitely looks better than the DVD, but special features and everything aren't really worth a shit didn't get the fucking uh the newest blu-ray release of this because or the first one because i have the vinegar syndrome one and that one's fucking fine sold that slip cover for like 70 bucks (laughs) fucking people i swear to god but yeah uh i would recommend the jack frost movies just know uh they're two totally different feels, so you might like one and not the other. I have this guy ready to ship. Thank you. Joe, you like Spider-Man? What is this? 141? This was 141. This was a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, this is all set up for 142. Uh, all we get here, so at least this segment is going to be brief, is <laughs> Spider-Man's ripping off a guy's McDonald's, and then... Uh, Which is fucked. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It starts out that he's in the, the Spider-Mobile, and he's, like, driving that around. The cops are chasing him. So you got a high-speed Dukes of Hazard-style race in the beginning of this but Spider-Man's who thinks he's turning down an alley is actually driving down a pier and fucking wrecks the Spider-Mobile you know he just fucking 
goes over the pier. And I was like, holy shit, how are you going to get that out of there, Spider-Man? <laughs> yeah. Just so they, so they can write out that stupid fucking car. <laughs> he goes to class. It turns out that uh, he had uh, failed and was is now given a second chance because they do that in college. You know, it's like, hey, we'll let you take it again. Uh, yeah, they do for money. You know, it's like, <laughs> Yeah, you can take this class on there as many times you want, you dumb fuck. Um, that old professor's getting after him because Peter's falling asleep in class. You know, he didn't learn his lesson from that shit. But, uh, yeah, he gets back in his Spidey suit. Something happens with J. Jones Jameson at some exclusive club. He gets a phone call. We don't know what the fuck that's about. And, uh, Spider-Man's is out and about. And, uh... He sees Mysterio. Mysterio comes, runs up to him, gives him a double punch. <laughs> they fuck you, Spider-Man, then runs away. And uh, and there's ghostesses all over the place. You know, He knows they're just spirits, but he's still fighting them. And, uh, or is he? He doesn't know. So at the end of the issue, he's thinking, I saw Mysterio, am I crazy? Because they just told Mysterio died in prison, you fuck. You know, way to disrespect the dead, you asshole. I'm going crazy! And that's how the issue ends. Like Tom said, a whole bunch of nothing. I thought the cover was alright for once. So that was nice. Everything on the inside was regular <laughs> fucking garbage-ass shit. I mean, the composition was alright with the fucking villains. In the fucking background and spiders back in the foreground face. I'm like, oh Christ almighty. Composition. <laughs> yeah, it was cover was okay. Yeah. Comparatively. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe fucking Mysterio will reveal his plan next week. I think <laughs> he Well, we won't know about it next week, but nope. two weeks from now we'll be back January first. Uh-huh. Maybe. I don't know. I and tried then you... to give away some fucking movies earlier and no one gave a fuck about that. <laughs> so if nobody's giving a fuck about free shit, then maybe this will be the last episode, Joe. Hey, I would Maybe. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, Tom. You like lists? Because this week we got two of them, motherfucker. We got, we got two. Two lists, huh? How Which one do you we... want to do first, Joe? It's the end of the year. Fucking uh, worst. All right, so this will be uh, per- our personal worst movies of 2022. Again, people always say, oh, caveats and shit, but it's obvious. It's personal selection from the people saying them out of the movies that each individual person has watched. Yeah, and all you individuals out there. <laughs> I tried. I tried to just keep going. <laughs> I have a wish. I'm sorry he said that to y'all. Uh, so as Tom said, in years past, it's our top three. No fluff on this show. No, it's our top five with three honorable mentions. So Tom... 
change it to top five. No, I mean, we used to do top ten, and then it was hard as fuck to fill up top ten this show. This year was not as hard. Uh, so, my honorable mentions for the worst. Three of them. Three of them. My three honorable mentions. Or dishonorable. How many fucking times have you heard idiots saying that shit? We're not saying that on this show. I know you did. Well, you did before. <laughs> it was but, just only to mock imbeciles. But you should have said dishonorable. <laughs> I had a stroke. <laughs> At the honorable mention number one is mid-century. This is the one about the mid-century homes where, like, the guys, like, taking people's wives and fucking them and killing them, and then there's ghosts and some kind of love story. I am forgetting what this movie was about, and I hope I completely forget, but not forget so much that I end up watching it again. Hey, what's that about? Uh, this sucks. It sucks. The next honorable mention I have is... Nope. This is the one about the alien kite thing that's hiding in the clouds that moves all fast. Except at the end, when they're about to catch it, it slows down for some... This movie sucked. <laughs> Stupid. Beautiful looking film, as they say. Uh, but you started out liking that one. I did. And then it's like, wait a minute. This is not good not good at all you're not tricking me Mr. Peel no 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 <laughs> and then there's a movie I saw called Deep Water with Ben Affleck and this was touted as a sexy erotic thriller <laughs> fuck there's nothing sexy about this movie it is boring as shit and like who cares this guy's wife is cheating on him. He's maybe encouraging it as he gets off on it. <laughs> Nothing thrilling about it. Nothing sexy about it. <laughs> Even with the Batman in it? Even with old fucking what's-his-name from uh, Mallrats. <laughs> the guy who works at Fashionable Mates? Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't fuck anybody in a very uncomfortable place. <laughs> well, I guess one of us is excited for Mallrats, too. No, the back of a Volkswagen? <laughs> fuck, I remember that. Mm. Good old Jan, dude. Those are and, my honorable mentions. <laughs> and while Joe gets a beer, I just want to remind you to like, share, subscribe, and shove a pumpkin up your ass if you are watching this on YouTube. If you would be so kind to tell somebody who may enjoy this garbage shit fuck pile of content, I would yeah. appreciate it. Subscribe. That shit around. There, you know. Uh, Wherever the fuck it is. Yeah. Just yeah, and were you trying to stick your finger in the little guy's butt? Well, Joe, I also have honorable mentions for the worst movies I've seen this year. Yes, the first one goes to a Shudder original. 
this was one about uh, artists and how far will you go for your art and being up your own ass. And this one was made by an artist, but not just any artist. An the artist. brother, yes, the brother of artiste Robert Zombe, Spider One of Power Man 59,028. Is that really his brother? Or is that more made up shit? Like he I fucking raced in a carnival or something? I don't know. I'm, I'm not into that music, so I don't know. But uh, the, the anthology, because it wouldn't be a worst of the year boy god list if the anthology wasn't on it. And uh, I have Allegoria. Didn't care for it, but it's a horror anthology on Shudders. And then I have Taboo 3. This is not the third (laughs) one (laughs) in the erotic uh, pornography. Available through Vinegar Syndrome. (laughs) But uh, this is, I think, Maverick or York Entertainment. Whichever one, it's fucking wild that either one of those companies would still be around. But uh, this is about a, a early 20-something who uh, finds his biological mother after being estranged since birth. And it turns out she's a soap opera star. And they both have sexual feelings for each other, Joe. And j- <laughs> just watch Strange Thing About the Johnsons instead. Fuck this movie. And then I have the 2022 classic about aliens going back to space. Number 10 or NR period 10. Fuck you, you pretentious piece of shit, unfunny movie. I'll fucking throw you in the space, you fuck. And those are my dishonorable mentions. <laughs> My number five on the biggest movies of the year, Tom, is Kimmy. This is the one about a lady uh, that's afraid to go outside and shit because bad shit happened to her in the past. I don't know. And now she talks with a Jamaican accent. (laughs) She's afraid to go outside and she stumbles on something online where maybe it's a murder that she's listening to so after that people are trying to kill her and this movie's fucking dumb like <laughs> dumb and like I said you know that's uh like she's a frail piece of shit that uh all of a sudden like starts fighting back at the end and like taking down these big motherfuckers and using a nail gun, Tom. A nail gun, like it's a real gun. So, not like it dr- doesn't have to be hooked up to a giant a tank of compressed air. Compressor, you know. Yeah, this movie fucking dumb. It's on a lot of best of the year lists. Those people, if this is on their best of the year, they're assholes. <laughs> Talking about, don't listen to them. Uh, unsubscribe, delete, <laughs> thumbs down, block. 
report for child molestation. <laughs> These people are pedophiles. <laughs> I seen him fucking a dog. <laughs> he did the no no. <laughs> Well, Joe, my number five also did the no-no, and that was uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I think that's what it was called. Maybe it has a subtitle, but I don't think so. Uh, I think most of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, y'all. Okay. <laughs> or as I would say, you all or you guys. You. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't say that other word, but uh, yeah, uh, most of the chainsaw movies suck the fucking dick. This one's no different. Uh, this one's just a little more annoying because it has uh, children of the modern day, and since I'm an old fucking man, I just say, ah, you fucking kids these days, you bunch of pussies. What's wrong so, with you today? Mm-hmm. Rest in empowerment, Mr. Lind. But, uh, yeah, it, it sucks. Hey, it's on Netflix, so what the fuck would you expect? Sorry. I mean, they, why does this fucking series try and restart shit so many times and just add garbage to the original lore that just makes it way worse? Like, this is, it sucks. It's, it's not good. Clear where you have to like take somebody from the original movie and like oh she's a tough chick now because of the experience she's she yeah she's fucking Sally comes tough. back as fucking tough Mick Garris yeah and then just gets blown away fucking sucks pointless pointless and I found out the fucking younger sister in that movie is the little girl from 8th grade and now I'm just like the fucking 8th grade sucks now <laughs> 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 that was a pretty good movie. And now I see her and then just like, ah, fuck this. <laughs> Would not recommend, Joe. At number four of the worst movies I've seen this year, Tom, is Curse of Crom, The Legend of Halloween. This was the one about a girl that, uh, I don't know, breaks one of the Halloween rules or some shit now there's a spirit after her a crom is after her you know the the god that conan prays to is after her and uh this is it's cheap it's shitty uh lousy lousy acting and uh like i there's a the the way the poster looks it's a nice poster if you see a poster that's painted in that style, it's going to be a shitty movie. Except if it's Race War, the remake. No, Race War is not done in that style. This is a this is a bit different. Um, this has a certain style and a certain way they do the the title, you know, and everything that I like this, I usually don't want to watch. And this one I watched because there was a 2022 movie. <laughs> and it was on Shudder. I don't know what I watched. I don't think it was on Shudder. But, but it was definitely in the shitter. Because it, it sucked. <laughs> Do not watch. Don't give them a click and encourage them to make another movie. 
Well, Joe, my number four was another piece of shit. Luckily, it was it was the end. But not just any end. It was the end of Halloween, Joe. Halloween ends in the curse of Corey Cunningham. Ah, uh, there's a lot of dog shit in this. Like, a lot. The fucking... It started out great with that fucking kid getting kicked over the balcony and me having the biggest fucking laugh I had all year in the theater. But it just goes so goddamn downhill after that. Uh, It's probably worse than Halloween Kills because, I mean, for the rest of my life, I'm going to be mocking evil dies tonight. So at least... Funny, at least, you know? Yeah. I mean, at least we have that silly shit to fucking make fun of and oh, everybody. The guy is Michael Myers and they're going to kill him. Mm, the fucking little midget Danny DeVito. But this one didn't have, besides that kid getting kicked over the fucking balcony, fucking Halloween ends didn't have a motherfucking thing going for it. Uh, yeah, fuck off. Fuck the fuck off. It motherfucker. doesn't in contact with the other context with the other films, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis was a badass in their first one, right? Second one. And now she's the fucking cookie bacon lesbo who's in a fucking uh, marital relationship with fucking Miss Cleo. Yeah, and if I remember correctly, in the last movie, Michael Myers beat the shit out of a, a fire department. The whole fire department. <laughs> he was burnt up and crippled. And then gets up and beats the shit and kills out of kills everybody. But in this one he's like an old man living in the fucking sewer that gets his ass kicked by some, you know Master Splinter. Yeah. This yeah, yeah, this one sucked. This one sucked. Then to be fair, just like the chainsaw movies. The Halloween movies, most of them aren't that great, but yeah, I don't give a shit about them. One and three are the only ones I can say I like, you know, and I like I prefer three to one for sure. Yeah, I would say uh, better luck next time, but I'm good with no more Halloween movies. I'm fucking definitely past the uh, point where I really give a fuck about slasher movies and all that shit. Unfortunately, if they make it, I'll fucking walk my fat ass. And I ain't walking because I'm a big fat ass, but hopefully my tent will be set up behind the movie theater. I can just sneak in when people are going out the back door. (laughs) Say, God damn it, that hobo's back in here. He's washing his nuts in the urine. Say, sorry, I just really wanted to see Scream 12. This time he's in New Zealand. (laughs) <laughs> Mate. <laughs> you piece of shit. At number three, Tom, I have Werewolf by Night. Okay, so first of all, fuck me for watching. No! <laughs> I, you know, it's my fault. I shouldn't have watched it. I shouldn't have, like, got tricked into thinking Marvel's gonna do something different. They did. They did the exact same thing that they do with all their movies. Let's infuse it with comedy. Let's put something cute in there. You know, to And I mean not just that, but I mean totally do a one eighty on the character and make it a totally different character. 
yeah, this is, uh, it sucks. It just totally sucks. And people are, are praising it because it's fun. But those are the people that really love all the rest of the Marvel movies. So they're going to love anything with that Marvel banner on it. And uh, even though they're getting fed the same shit over and over again. Hey, you like eating shit? That's cool. That's on you. You know, personally, I don't. I, I, I found it fucking insulting. <laughs> you know, but I mean, I, it's I, a great homage to Universal Monster movies. It is not. Just because it's in black and white. And the guy has the fucking, uh, the mummy fucking, uh, makeups on his eye. <laughs> not homage. Yeah, if this was an actual movie and not a made-for-the-internet special, it would have it would have made my list. But uh, man, old MCU Ted can suck a whole world of dicks and then jump into the nexus of reality. If this is even a thing going forward <laughs> in oh. the MCU, and then he can suck all those dicks too. Yeah. Uh, what a piece of shit. So you would recommend that was your number three best of the year? I'd recommend this movie go fuck itself. <laughs> I wish it go fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my number three <laughs> is also a piece of shit, Joe. Maybe end up watching the Wishmaster movies next. <laughs> it's uh, all jacked up and full of worms, or full of worms and all jacked up, or something like this. This was uh, recommended to me by Steve Miller, and I will never, ever <laughs> listen to his fucking band ever, ever again. <laughs> you betrayed me, sir. You betrayed me. Uh, this is just a garbage hipster art house movie just trying to be gross and weird for the sake of being gross and weird with no substance or anything. It's just people getting fucked up on earthworms and thinking they're making a cute little edgy movie. And it's just, it's just garbage bullshit nonsense for fucking idiot people surprised I didn't like it, Chuck. Go fuck yourself, you fucking... Go put a worm in your dick hole or some shit. <laughs> oh, go fuck a dog who has worms so worms come out of your penis hole, but don't really say that. That's just something I'm trying to say to be edgy and yeah, offensive be- like the people who made this movie. Right. Hmm. At number two... I have a sequel that nobody asked for. Dark Knight of the Scarecrow 2. Whoa! Does this suck. You know, the original movie was a made-for-TV movie. And you could not do better than that. You know, with the advances of technology and shit like that. Whoa! (laughs) Whoa! Damn! like a, a lady in hiding and the mobs after her but you know he got that scarecrow killing people randomly 
fucking sucks. <laughs> Would not recommend. Fuck no. Damn. No, and I want. <laughs> I want to put the fuck so much, you know, for because this is, goes on YouTube and they don't like that. But fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, shit. I don't even know if I should say my number two, but uh, I'm pretty sure my number two is your number one. I just, I got a question for you, Joe. You like fairs? I'm not going. <laughs> is that your number one? It is. What's your number one, Joe? Number one is we're all going to the World's Fair. Uh, this is the piece of shit that uh, that uh, it's about an internet challenge, and it's supposed to change you. And it, this is not a horror movie. This is a movie people are saying it's about loneliness, and it's about it's not. It is a uh, people. This movie shouldn't be on HBO. <laughs> it shouldn't be. You know it. Uh, people are more and I didn't know this before you told me people are more about this movie because of the person that made it than anything else that's what I guess got it, it its attention but it's a piece of shit it is boring it is fucking pointless uh, there's no message here I don't give a shit what anybody says this is just dumb fucking dog shit I wish I'd never watched it you know I hate myself for clicking play. <laughs> yeah, just like the uh, Miss Cleo movie, this is a whole movie about a little girl pretending to be something she isn't while she knows damn well she is not what she's pretending to be. Very, very, very fucking stupid. Very, very, very fucking boring. Unfortunately, I have a soft spot for the uh, independence of the world who go out and make the movie they want to make with their vision and all that. So it couldn't be my number one. I had to give my number one to a... Hold on, I get that, okay? Yes, people are like, hey, they really wanted to put this out. But if it sucks, it sucks. No, I I get it. That's why it's number two. I get it, but uh, my number one is uh, might have been one of the most expensive movies of the year, and that is uh, Jurassic Park Dominion. What a what a pig fucking piece of shit! They were hyping this up as dinosaurs are in our world now. It's about fucking giant grasshoppers. Why don't you all go fuck yourself? It's done. We're done with this fucking Jurassic Park shit. Kylo Ren will be back at the beginning of next year. And he's gonna fucking fight dinosaurs. So we'll see what the fuck this is about. But the dinosaurs in our world, it was pretty much non-existent. The movie sucked. There was nothing good about this shit. The last fucking Jurassic Park movie sucked a big fucking dick. Somehow, this fucking movie pushed that movie off the dick, started sucking it, and then sat on it. Fuck this movie. 
It's bullshit. Uh, I'm fucking, I'm about, I am done. Fuck these Jurassic Park movies. For I've real. Past three, and I think I only saw half of that one. Nah, fuck them. Fuck them. You're not going to get this magic moment out of a Jurassic Park movie you did when you watched the first one when you were a goddamn child. So quit supporting these fucking movies. I'll quit supporting these fucking movies. And then we'll all go fucking jump in the lake and eat hot dogs together. It'll be wonderful. And Joe, those are what we would consider the biggest pieces of shit movie-wise of 2022. The worst. Mm. Hey, Joe, you like other lists? I've been known to like another list from time to time. So this will be our favorite or best movies we saw of 2022. Again, these are just out of the movies that we saw. And these are our own personal opinions, you stupid So, oh shit, oh okay, that's not, it's my computer. My first honorable mention is one I just uh, recently saw. It is in the folk horror genre. And uh, Tom, thank you for this recommendation. Uh, I didn't think it was going to make my list, but I restructured my list today a couple of times. And it made it to the honorable mention. This is Nocebo. Yeah, this is uh, the one about the uh, the lady that uh, is in the youth fashion industry and has a nanny, a Filipino nanny, come live with her. And that Filipino nanny is kind of a witch. She's going to help this Eva Green like help her deal with her stress and like, uh, craziness and shit. But uh, there's more to the story, goddamn. There's more to the story. And I liked it. I liked it. You had any more honorable mentions? Yeah, Maybe two I'm more. Going through our own. Okay, the <laughs> is uh, Orphan. First kill. This is a prequel to the movie Orphan. I thought, yeah, this is going to be a goof or whatever. It's like, holy shit, this is actually pretty good. This is actually pretty funny. It's got a twist that I didn't see coming. And, uh, fuck yeah, for them to make a sequel to this, like, what, 15, 17 years after the first one, and still have it be, like, it works. Or Orphan First Kill, man, I recommend this shit. (laughs) Damn, was I surprised. And then I have Dio, Dreamers Never Die documentary about Ronnie James Dio, probably the greatest vocalist in heavy metal of all time, goddammit. <laughs> uh, if you don't know who Dio is, you're dumb. But, uh, watch this movie and you'll learn. Maybe you'll develop an appreciation. Maybe you'll start listening to some of his tunes. You know? Maybe they'll inspire you to go do something good. Dio Dreamers never die. You're very honorable. And those are Joe's honorable mentions. Joe, if you don't mind, I have a few honorable mentions of my own. Okay, Tom, let's hear these. Starting with 
a movie about little Eskimo girls fighting aliens from space. This, I think, is a Shudder original joke called Slashback. I don't, but this was the only one. Is this an RJLE? I don't remember. I would not be surprised. If you like to tack the block, I would say check out Slashback. Not as good, but definitely worth a watch. Worth an honorable mention, at least. It would have made top 10 because I only had 10 good movies written down that I've seen this year. However, I only had 10 bad movies written down this year, too. So, And that's why we don't do top 10 lists for the best of the year. <laughs> and then I have Brian and Charles, a movie about a lonely man who builds himself a robot. Unfortunately... Robot. Everybody in this movie are fucking children, and they don't have police. But if you can get past those two things, it's a fucking great heartwarming little movie from fuckers over in the UK, Brian and Charles. Not a gay couple, although I wouldn't be surprised him being a lonely man if he did try and fuck the robot, because <laughs> why wouldn't you? Oh. You mind if I order a flashlight and put it where your butthole should be? Oh no, now I'm stuck. <laughs> you see, his body was a washing machine, so he'd just have to bend his head down a little bit. He'd already be bent over. So. Oh, I'm stuck in myself. Now you're stuck in me. <laughs> and then, Joe, I have the A24 classic. Funny pages. This was my number five, but like you, I restructured my list. And uh, this got bumped up to an honorable mention. Why? Because I forgot it was a Christmas movie and didn't put it on the list last week. So if I forgot that shit, then sorry, bloke. You got bumped up, you fuck. Still worth a watch, though, if you like dark comedy. Those fucking greasy old men whacking off the Tijuana Bibles was hilarious. <coughs> Shit, and those are my honorable mentions for best movies of 2022, the year of our world. Here it is, top five, which y'all have been waiting for. At number five, I have Speak No Evil, the depressing film about a family... It goes and spends time with a family that they just met on vacation. And uh, shit goes pretty bad for them. Shit. Uh-oh, Joe just got butt-fucked. <laughs> That's not good, especially when we're doing our fucking... <laughs> so join us in another episode where we come back and do our fucking... <laughs> top five best movies but it looks like Joe's back now so hey Joe what was your number five speak no evil so yeah it's a it's a gut punch of a movie it is not pleasant it is uh not for everybody but to me these movies that like hit me <laughs> then Joe froze up again because he's talking about this garbage ass speak no evil movie, which I fucking hated. 
So yeah, I liked it. Uh, it's my number five. Joe, my number five was an honorable mention you had, and this was Dio, Dreamers Never Die. Uh, you know, it was kind of a one-sided fluff piece of a documentary, but sometimes that's okay. Ever since I saw that documentary, I've been listening to more and more of his music. So it did that job, and like you said, it is inspirational. Hopefully it'll get you to go out there and fucking do something. But yeah, it's good shit. Not the best documentary I've seen this year, but uh, it's pretty good. And I would highly recommend it. Joe, number four. At number four, I have the new David Cronenberg movie, Crimes of the Future. Uh, This is, uh, if you like Cronenberg old shit like uh, video drone scanner shit like that this is a return to that this is like Cronenberg saying hey you know I can still do that shit you know it's not all fucking Eastern promises with me I can do that old body horror shit and uh and he can he can still fucking do it this is a good movie and it's one I'm gonna watch again pretty soon I like it yeah. <laughs> Will you buy the Blu-ray? Maybe. Yeah, this is my one I wouldn't mind having. It's another thing on how I did this list. Say, did I or will I buy the Blu-ray? Yeah. And if I did, that made the list. So, Joe, <clears throat> number four is a recent one, which I will be buying, buying, buying the Blu-ray of. It is the well, menu. I would hope it's the 2022 list, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, it is... Oh, it is mm-hmm, The menu. It is about a, a quote-unquote artist who uh, had enough of the bullshit, everything and everyone. Fuck you, throwing it up, and uh, I'm going to take myself out and all you motherfucking pieces of shit with you. Mm. This is this is a dream put to put to celluloid, Joe. I still want to see this one. Uh, I think the only thing holding me back from watching it is uh, John Languizamo. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll see it. I'll spoil it for you because, like you, I'm not a big Languizamo fan. But uh, he plays an actor in the movie, and the uh, chef invites all these people here for one reason or another that he wants to kill him and when he's explaining to Leguizamo why he's here and he wants to kill him he's just like you motherfucker this was the one day off I had in so fucking long and I spent that one day off going to the theater and watching your garbage ass fucking movie everything a fucking about it pissed me the fuck off and that's why you're here motherfucker that's why you're here fuck you and I was just like god damn god damn thinking about it now it should be number one (laughs) would highly highly recommend the menu fuck it's like back in the 80s all these dudes used to watch Rambo movies and whack off like oh yeah I wish that could be me 
texts me with the menu. It's just like, oh, you, you get those fuckers. They don't give a fuck. Good stuff. Would recommend. Number four. Joe, number three. At number three, I have this movie from Senegal, which is Salon, I think. I don't know how it's pronounced because I don't speak Senegalese. But uh, this movie is a mashup of a uh, action movie, a heist movie, a revenge movie, and a horror movie. And it does all of them well, except kind of the horror because it's, you know, the little fucking entities or demons or CGI and it doesn't look too good. But as a whole, this movie is pretty fucking impressive man and the music in it is amazing I you know put the vinyl these days I'm hoping this comes out sometime soon because I will buy this immediately uh, good movie I didn't know what I was going to be watching when I threw it on but fuck yeah it impressed me fuck yeah Number three, I have Clay Dream, the Will Vinton story, or maybe it's Clay Dream, the story of Will Vinton Studios. This was my highest rated movie of the year. Letterboxd was very helpful in helping me pick what movies were going to be on this list since I rated them already. But uh, yeah, great documentary about Will Vinton Studios. He's the California Raisins, Noid, guy who made the PJ shit. Really good, worth a watch. Really good, well-made fucking documentary. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's fucking good shit. And uh, might make you hate Nike even more than you <laughs> may or may not already do. Yeah, I would definitely recommend this shit if you like uh, art. Stop Motion, The California Raisins, or uh, People Dying at Cancer. So, uh, would recommend. I think it's coming out on uh, Blu-ray in March. At number 10. Two. At, two. At number two, I have Duel. Duel. Duel? Duel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think about how to say this word, dual. But D U A L, which means uh, made of two things. And this is a movie about uh, a lady that is diagnosed with a terminal illness, and she has a clone made to take over for her when she dies. But uh, months later, like, hey, I'm not dead yet, goes back. Oh, well, you're not dying. And in this future, the clones, if they've been around for so long, they can sue to where, like, hey, I want to live too. And the clone and the original have to fight to the death. And uh, this shit I thought was really fucking funny. It is a black comedy. And uh, I didn't laugh, like, out loud. Ha, 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 ha. But, you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, funny, man, that's clever, this is good, and, uh, yeah, I'll watch this again, I like it, I like it so much, 
is my number two of best movies of the year. Be sure to check that one out. Well, Joe, googly eyes were big in 2022. Some would say googly eyes and I was going to say Asian hate, but I think that was more of a 2021 thing. Yeah. But uh, for my money, there was only one movie where googly eyes mattered. And that's Marcel the Shell with shoes on, motherfucker. Googly eyes and shit. This is a very sad movie. Uh, very cute movie. But uh, very sad. I went into this movie because I'm a fan of the Chiodo Brothers and stop motion. And uh, I wasn't expecting to cry multiple times during this movie. Like I was Kevin Smith watching Miss Marvel. <clears throat> but excuse me, I'm getting choked up even thinking about it. Uh, if you like stop motion, uh, being sad and depressed, then maybe... <laughs> Just maybe having your heart warmed at the end, I would recommend watching Marcel the Show with shoes on. Very, very good, excellent filmmaking. And that is why it is my number two. Thank you. This is it, Joe. If you're going to recommend one movie to motherfuckers this year, this is it. I will recommend to you motherfuckers a movie called The Innocents. Um, this is a, a movie about kids that develop telekinetic powers and they're kids, you know? So some of them do some fucked up shit with them. Others are just kind of trying to have fun or whatever and God damn, this is good. These are some incredible performances by these kids, these young actors. Um, this movie, it has like a clear good guy and a bad guy on this. You know, it's, it's super power type shit. So you gotta have a hero, you gotta have a villain. But your villain, even though you're like, God damn, this kid's fucked up. You know, something's gotta happen here. You know, they gotta stop this. It takes some time to show, like, hey, this kid, they're kind of fucked up for a reason. And it shows that. And it's just a goddamn good movie. This is really, really, it's number one. <laughs> I would fucking recommend it. If you don't like it, God, um, you are so dumb if you don't like it. <laughs> I thought, I thought for sure it was going to be Speak No Evil. Well, that one didn't. That was number five, Tom. It was. But in my head, I was just like, I think Joe's going to. I think he's going to speak no evil. But it wasn't. Well, I thought myself myself was going to be your number one. Joe, I am fucking shocked at what my number one was. Because, like I said, it wasn't my highest rated movie of the year. And it does have a lot of fucking problems. 
and I haven't liked anything this dude's put out for fucking maybe 16 years, but Joe, this isn't a joke, I assure you, we're open, my number one. Joe's got to put his glasses on to look. And I still can't see it because I'm on my phone and shit. Well, Joe, it's Clerks 3. <laughs> They're not even supposed to be here today, Joe. The stuff that works in this movie really works, but uh, like I said, there's a lot of fucking, a lot of not good shit in here, but I'm a big fan of fucking Dante and Randall as characters. I think Clerks Animated is like fucking some of the best shit anybody's ever made. And the fact that they have a cameo from fucking Lando in this is pretty goddamn funny. Ah, shit. That fucking ending. Mm. I can understand why people would fucking hate this movie. And like I said, there's a lot of fucking bullshit in it. And, uh, you know, just a lot of garbage. But the stuff that's fucking great is fucking great. And uh, it's nice that after 16 years, I can say, hey, yeah, there's another Kevin Smith movie that I fucking enjoyed. It sucked. I should have had a water bottle and put my head down and said, yo, I fucking love Kirk 3. I watched it. I fucking... <laughs> I know that you're crying, though. Yeah. But yeah, fucking... Surprisingly, man, this one stuck with me, and I watched it, I think, three times all together this year, so. That fucking, he used to be a fat fuck, but now he's not, but that fat fuck, he finally got another good one. So, uh, hopefully this is it. I know they're making mall rats too, but I don't give a good goddamn about that shit. Or any other fucking USQ movies that come out. Sure, I'll probably see it, but I don't give a fuck if they never make another one. I will be happy because this was this was a great end to it. So there's that, Joe. That was our uh, best and worst of the year. Hopefully, we got some better shit to look forward to uh, next year. Unfortunately, as we said, we're both getting old, older, so it is just downhill from here, Joe. It is, but I don't think this was as bad a year as the previous two uh, in regards to film, so I thought there was actually some good shit. I didn't struggle to make my list this year like I have in the past. Yeah, I would recommend fucking uh, all the stuff that I did in my top five, maybe not Clerks 3, depending on your, you know, uh, mileage you got out of the uh, series before. But Yeah, there's a, uh, the good stuff was good and the bad stuff was very bad. <laughs> well, Joe, it's, it's the end of the year. I appreciate you for sticking out another year of uh, whatever whatever this is. Hopefully uh, onwards and upwards and we can get a few orders off of this thing in the uh, year coming up. It is fun at times. At times. Uh, you have anything you would like to say to anybody who may or may not 
be watching this. Hey, uh, thanks for watching this shit. Uh, yeah, there's plenty of other stuff online you could be watching, but you're watching this. And, uh, hit subscribe. Let other people know if you're into shit like this. If you know somebody that, that likes this kind of talk or whatever, let them know and have them uh, listen to a few, and they can decide whether they wanted to subscribe or whatever or not. You know, if they don't, fuck them, you know? Um, Only if they're of age, though. Yeah, they're your friend, not mine. And, uh, but yeah, thanks. Uh, if you've gone to the website and placed an order, thank you. If you haven't, uh, go check it out. You know, fastcustomshirts.com. But, uh, but if you're not, just go to dwmproductions.net. But, I mean, he's not going to do shit for you right now. You know, well, he's already made that clear. I, I got Black Friday orders, which I appreciate everybody putting those orders in on Black Friday. Almost as much as I appreciate the people who actually tune in to listen and or watch whatever the fuck this is. I'm not going to shout anybody out except Lori. I appreciate knowing that there will always be at least one person who watches this. So Lori, thanks. I love you. And one more person I will shout out who this long December shit would not be possible without. And that is sweet dumpling ass Kyle. I appreciate <laughs> you for fucking singing your fucking heart out. So the fine folks at boygob.com got some fucking hard shit to go out to. But really, thanks you to all the motherfuckers who uh, listen and or watch. That's cool. Uh, why you would, I don't know. But I greatly, greatly appreciate it. And uh, I don't know. I think that's about it. Next year, hopefully we can uh, increase viewer or listenership a little bit because uh if we don't by may i am canceling everything i will not be renewing boygob.com or the Streamyard shit and i will save myself 500 dollars so if you want this shit to keep going motherfuckers let us know otherwise it'll probably keep going because we are so far up our own asses all we like to do is listen to ourselves talk <laughs> but joe thank you for again doing this i appreciate your friendship and uh, all that good stuff that goes along with it i'm in the shop all week and don't really talk to anybody so this is a nice outlet to say something to another person right back at so you thank you uh, yeah thanks for having me as your co-host i know you dozens and dozens of friends to choose from to do this uh yeah. make kind of come off as you know surprising joe but people don't like me <laughs> so it's more like i have dozen and dozen of friend to choose from there you go so yes but uh thank you i appreciate it and thank you. I hope you all have 
a Merry Christmas, or if you don't celebrate Christmas, Merry Jew Christmas, if you don't celebrate that, Merry Black Christmas, and if you don't celebrate that, I hope you just get a couple hours at least of a relief from this stressful, shitty, shitty world that uh, we live in. And don't worry, time goes by so fast, we will all be dead before we know it. So uh, try and take advantage of the time you have and, you know, be happy. We will see you back here June 1st. Maybe we'll have some bonus stuff pop up. I don't fucking know. Like, share, subscribe. Stick a Yule log up your fucking ass. And Joe, hit him with that shit. June 1st, as he said, we'll be back. Uh, actually, it's not. It'll be January 1st, but... Fuck! See? I did. Good! God, God damn it, boy. What? God. What'd you say? Boy, God. A long December, and there's reason to believe... Maybe this year will be better than last. I can't remember the last thing that you said as you were leaving. Now the days go by so fast. It's one more day up in the canyons. And it's one more night in Hollywood. If you think that I could be forgiven, I wish you would. Na 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 na. Na 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 na. The smell of windbiddles in winter Feeling that it's all a lot of oysters but no pearls All at once you look across a crowded room To see the way the light attaches to a girl one more night up in the canyons and it's one more night in hollywood if you think you might come to california i think you should na, na, na. Na 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 Go up to Hillside Manor sometime after 2 a.m. And talked a little while about the year. I guess the winter makes you laugh a little slower. Makes you talk a little lower. 
Mouth the things you could not show her. A long December, and there's reason to believe. Maybe this year will be better than the last. I can't remember all the times I tried to tell myself. Hold on to these moments as they pass. It's one dead day up in the canyon. And it's one more night in Hollywood. It's been long since I've seen the ocean. I guess I should. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. Na, na, na.